0: Testing the testing the microphone, testing the testing the camera. Seems to be working good. Now we're gonna We're gonna vap, you see. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome, Antelope. Today is Thursday, which means that it is vlog day. And yeah, you know what? I got kind of a vlog planned for you guys today. And when I say kind of a vlog, I mean it's going to be a vlog. But the thing is, here's a great backstory that doesn't really matter. I've been out, I was out of town um, in Palm Springs since the last vlog. Till today, <laughs> so I, uh, I I tried to plan ahead. Well, let me get out my vlog notes and have a look at them. I tried to plan ahead and have some news and stuff ready. I definitely have some first impressions, but I wanted to get some news and stuff together. I got, of course, what I've been vaping. Of course, we got shout outs. Of course, we're gonna have uh, some first impressions. Um, I don't have a retro vaping prepared this week, just because it was such short notice. But I am gonna do a review for a thing that never got reviewed. It's a sub ohm tank that it's just been the bane of my existence um not really the entire bane of my existence just it's just been one of those annoying things that i will be happy happy to finally get out of here just get out of the vape layer. I'm sick of using you and it's just it's just one of those things and of course we're gonna have some favorite comments of the week and I don't know why I sang that there's also gonna be some beer happening as well and now I'm not gonna shoot this beer in the afternoon you know sometimes my schedule is such that I have to shoot the vlog during the daytime I love love I mean Listen, I don't know if I can express to you how much I love shooting the vlogs at night. I like that night-timey sort of after dark with Grim Green, chilling and vapping with the beers, and it's dark and it's moodier. And I like, I like the vlog to be different, to feel different than like the Tuesday Bro Tuesday video or any other daytime videos that I shoot. But sometimes my schedule is such that I am forced to, I am literally forced to shoot it during the day so I hope that doesn't really bother anyone. It does actually bother me. Not enough to make me be like like, uh, uh," or complain about it or something, but I like shooting the vlog at night. I like the feel it has at night. I think it's much more mellow, a little bit more relaxed, and it looks different as well. I want it to be its own unique video. Anyway, now I'm just rambling, welcome. Welcome to the vlog, I'm shooting it in the daytime and that's something we're gonna have to deal with together as a group. I am gonna have some beer in this, but I am actually going to wait until tonight to actually shoot the beer segment because I'm not gonna drink beer at 11 o'clock in the morning. Just, it's just not gonna happen. As much as I love beer, it's just not going to happen. So let's really uh, let's really dig into this vlog, but welcome everyone, welcome back to the vlog as usual. Um, I do have some news, kind of off right off the top of the program here. These are just a bunch of small-ish little news things. Um, Rising from the Ashes podcast, we talked about them last week, but uh, one of my heroes of advocacy, Jennifer Berger Coleman, she was on the August 19th episode, and so Rising from the Ashes podcast posted on their Facebook that from August 19th to the end of September, so we have three weeks left in september to the end of september the rising from the ashes podcast will be donating all of the proceeds from from its t-shirt sales to the right to be smoke-free coalition as well as buying jennifer berger coleman supplies to continue her vital boots on the ground advocacy campaign additionally from august 19th to september 19th which what's the date okay we still have some time we still have some time Any testimonials about how vaping has affected you or changed your life, send them to Jennifer and I will put her email again down in the description. This is a great, great thing that she's doing. And I think Rising from the Ashes uh, podcast is a great podcast as well. And they're donating all of their t-shirt sales till the end of September to the Right to Be Smoke Free Coalition, as well as raising some money for Miss Coleman herself. She is literally, like they said, boots on the ground advocacy. She is going to these senators and representatives offices and speaking to them in human person form and giving them letters of residents of California and residents of the United States talking about how vaping has changed her changed their lives. So I'm going to put her uh, email and uh, if you CC the show at risingfromtheashespodcast.com po- rising we'll be randomly selected to receive a shirt from our web store and your color and uh, size of your choosing. So once again send your testimonials over to this email address. It's jbcoleman13 at gmail.com. I'm going to post a link to it in the description, as well as show at risingfromtheashespodcast.com. I'm going to put that down in the description. You're helping advocacy. You're getting your story out there. She is hand-delivering these letters to politicians, to important people that need to hear it. And hey, you might win a free t-shirt. If you don't want a free t-shirt, if you buy a t-shirt, that money will be going to the Right to Be Smoke-Free Coalition, as well as JBC Jennifer Berger-Coleman getting her, uh, supplies and so she can continue this uh, so she can continue this fight with which I think is uh, is just fantastic um, and this is something I talked about very briefly on the culture of clouds podcast which if you haven't checked it out that's a podcast that Ruby Rue and I do every set every Sunday night uh, we have a new episode you can check it out it's on SoundCloud and iTunes and culture clouds and uh, it's just a really rocking good times over there but the YouTube YouTube has changed their terms of service recently Yes, they have. A few people emailed this to me. Cody emailed this to me. Thank you, Cody, for sending this my way as well. And someone on Twitter who goes by the name of Swag Cage, who I'm not sure who they are. I'm assuming they're another YouTuber that got 161 retweets. So unless you're sort of like some sort of... Uh, you know, B-list YouTube celebrity. Your tweets don't generally get 161 retweets, which leads me to believe that yes, this person is a is a is a YouTuber. YouTube has changed their terms of service. Okay, you can get your your videos won't be pulled down. You can still upload your videos but you run the risk of not being able to monetize your videos and there are youtubers not me but there are youtubers out there that make their entire living off of YouTube their entire and income that they use to pay their bills to pay their mortgage to pay their car payments comes from YouTube so you can get your monetization pulled pulled straight up pulled if sexually suggestive content sure including partial nudity and sexual humor so, okay, no more sexual humor and no more sexually suggestive content. So, clickbait thumbnails with like girls in bikiz- bikinis, and it's like top 10 jet ski fails. And God, but girls in bikinis, that's not allowed anymore. This one kind of makes sense. Sure. Violence, including displays of serious injury and events related to violent extremism. Sure. Don't show violence, I guess don't show people dying i don't want to see people dying um i i don't care i mean that should be allowed but whatever inappropriate language including profanity and vulgar language I, inappropriate language so can i beep things out like can i say motherfucker but beep it out and that's that's okay I mean, everybody knows what I said, but I beeped it out. I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. I honestly, you know, I don't make a f- I don't make a f- ton of money off of YouTube at all, but it helps with things like travel expenses, like when I'm traveling to vape events. I don't want to get my monetization pulled. Um, promotion of drugs and regulated substances, including selling, use, and abuse of such items. Now, this is the one... That a lot of people, they go on to say controversial or sensitive subjects, including subjects related to war, political conflicts, natural disasters and tragedies, even if graphic imagery is not shown. So you're not allowed to talk about the flood in Louisiana because it's a natural disaster, even if you're not showing graphic imagery. So if it's just me sitting here in my office in a T-shirt, granted it's an obituary T-shirt, so that could be offensive. I don't know. Death metal is offensive. Even if you don't show any graphic imagery, you can't talk about natural disasters. Okay. So YouTube going off the deep end. Hey, you know what? It's your company. Do what you want with it. Do what you want with it. This is the one promotion of drugs and regulated substances is the one that some of, some of the vape related YouTubers are kind of uh, worried about because it's not a regulated substance. I mean, it's, going to become a regulated substance because of the FDA. According to the FDA, this bottle of liquid is tobacco. Um, Sure, okay, I don't see any tobacco in here, but now we're beating a dead horse into the ground. So a lot of YouTubers, a lot of vape YouTubers, are concerned that they won't be able to monetize their videos because we're talking about a regulated substance, including selling and the abuse of such items. Okay, well, you can't abuse vaping. No, zero people have died from an overdose of vaping. Zero people have gotten violently ill from an overdose of vaping. But it's a thing to keep in mind. Long story short, I don't have any answers for you. But it's just something to keep in mind if you're a YouTuber, if you are a vapor, and you are a YouTuber, regulated substances, vulgarities, don't talk about natural disasters. Otherwise, YouTube's gonna pull your monetization and i think that is uh well i think it's kind of malarkey i mean truly and honestly if you ask me so a person on uh reddit named cvn whore posted a great picture talking about the chicago vape taxes so yeah Chicago vape taxes are a thing. These were passed in uh, Chicago and I think all over Illinois, actually. Um, And this is kind of putting into perspective what these taxes actually look like in real life. So this is per gallon. So a gallon of gasoline, you're paying 0.19 cents of tax on that. A gallon of diesel, you're paying 0.21 cents of tax on that. A gallon of e-liquid is $2,081.98 dollars 98 of tax. Again, a gallon of e-liquid will have a over a two thousand dollar tax on a gallon of e-liquid, plus a ten point two five percent sales tax on top of all of that. What? What? That that actually really blew me away because you think about these taxes, and in California they're trying to pass the sixty five percent tax. Remember. To vote no on Proposition 56. They're trying to pass this 65% tax. So it's like, oh, well, that's $2 for a pack of cigarettes. But what they're not saying is how much this is going to raise the price of e-liquids in California. And per gallon, $2,000 of taxes on a gallon of e-liquid? That is unbelievable. I feel like not just vapors should be upset about that. What I'm gonna do is post a link in the description to vapingtruthjuice.com. Actually, let me check this website real fast just so I'm not posting some sort of like weird propaganda on here. Oh, okay, so, eh, all right, that's fine. I'll still post a link in the description. It's it's for an e-liquid line. <laughs> so they put this propaganda out there uh, as part of an, an e-liquid line. So Vaping Truth Juice is a collaboration e-liquid that represents a movement. This collaboration was sparked by the anti-vaping campaign present in Chicago and and as a response to the oppressive taxes imposed by the city of Chicago and Cook County, Illinois, proceeds from each sale go to vaping advocacy and lobbying efforts. Together, we are fighting the government's negative propaganda on our right to vape. Organized by a few individuals in the Chicagoland vape scene, local juice makers were called upon to participate and submit a flavor. Local choice was given a blind taste testing, ba da ba da ba, three juice flavors, do 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 do, $8 for a 60 mil, for every 60 mil bottle is donated to the Illinois advocacy efforts. Okay, cool, fine. That's all fine and well. Do your thing. I don't want to go on a rant about creating products where the money goes to advocacy. It should either be 100% of your proceeds go to advocacy or none of your proceeds go to advocacy. And I know people are going to call me on my shit on this. But look, here's the way that I'm looking at it, Okay. If I create Hype Juice 9000 and I say, I release a juice and I go, this is a new juice, this is a juice, and 60% of the proceeds are going to advocacy, that's just marketing to sell your juice because you're still making money off of it. It should either be 100% of the proceeds of this are going to advocacy or 0% of the proceeds of this are going to advocacy. If you want people to donate money to advocacy, then vendors should be donating money to advocacy regardless if they have a juice line where a portion of the proceeds go to advocacy. Does that make any sense? So. Even if I release this juice line and I said 0% of the proceeds of this are going to to advocacy. But I, as a vendor, if I sell X amount of bottles of this, I'm going to make X amount of money of this. As a responsible vendor, X amount of money of this, this percentage, should be going to advocacy anyway. You don't need to use advocacy. It just bothers me when people use advocacy as marketing for their products because that's, I get the intention behind it. Okay, I'm not trying to come down on vapingtruthjuice.com. And I didn't want to get into this at all. And I don't even know why I'm talking about it right now. It's just a weird, kooky thing that I think in my head. I think either 100% of it should go to advocacy or 0% of it should go to advocacy. I don't think you should use advocacy to market your juice. Does that make any sense? If you're a responsible vendor, you will be donating to advocacy anyway. You don't need to use advocacy to market your juice. Of which a percentage is going to advocacy, sure, but a percentage of that should be going to advocacy anyway. Don't use advocacy to market your juice. I'm not saying that's what Vaping Truth Juice is doing, but I'm saying I don't like the, here's a new product, a portion of the proceeds are going to advocacy. Don't do that. Either do 100% of the proceeds are going to advocacy or 0% of the proceeds are going to advocacy because... You're still going to make money off of it. People are using advocacy as marketing, and that is bothering me. Sorry. Just a weird nut job thing that I think, and I apologize. Didn't mean to go on that rant at all any any capacity. Let me get back on track. Let me get back to my vlog notes. Um, Yeah. So uh, this this should be real quick. Someone posted on Reddit that Big Pharma in the UK was, uh, whoops, copy. Big Pharma in the UK was trying to sell their juices to brick and mortar shops. And there's, it's a company called Blend and Bottle. And from what I can find on the internet, there is no proof that this is Big Pharma trying to sell their liquids to vape shops. The only proof of this is one picture that a guy posted of a Blend and Bottle box. And then it appears that he put a Big Pharma logoed business card on top of it. If you if you if you google Blend and Bottle, basically what they are is a juice manufacturing facility in Europe, in the UK. And what they do is what's called white labeling, where you have a juice company, you need your juice manufactured in the UK. You sign a contract with Blend and Bottle and they Produce your e liquids for you and you wholesale those e liquids. So now they're your e liquids and then you sell your e liquids. That's all that this appears to be. I don't see the big UK Big Pharma connection. If anybody has more information on this, I spent time today trying to like research anything about anything shady that could be going on with Blend and Bottle and I have found zero. All it is is a juice manufacturing facility. They're going for their ISO 9000. They're going for, uh, you know, GMP compliance and all of this stuff. And all they do is white label other liquid lines in the UK. That's all i found so far. I don't see any big pharma connection. And uh, I, this picture is confusing to me uh, in every sense of the word. The last thing I want to end up with. We're already 18 minutes into this vlog. But I'm going to wrap up real quick, real quick We're going to talk about something called weasel words. Now, this doesn't have a 100% thing to do with vaping, but it kind of does. Weasel words, you are asking yourself. Well, I saw this post on Reddit, and there's a great subreddit called Today I Learned. And it's, it's great. It's a great subreddit. It's one of my favorite subreddits, Today I Learned. So someone posted, Today I Learned, that phrases such as studies show or experts say are called weasel words so he linked to an a wikipedia article about weasel words or anonymous authority is an informal term for words and phrases aimed at creating an impression that a specific or meaningful statement has made instead of only a vague or ambiguous claim has actually when, when only a vague or ambiguous claim has actually been communicated what what how okay i know this doesn't relate to vaping how many times in the last i don't know six months six years have we seen well new study shows that vaping is just as bad as lighting a car tire on fire and inhaling the fumes or things like Experts say that vaping will lead teenagers to combustible tobacco cigarettes. Yes, these things are called weasel words or anonymous authority. They use things like this when it makes their like vague or ambiguous statement sound much more concrete than it actually is. This article goes on to say this can enable the speaker to then deny the specific meaning if the statement is challenged, ridiculous. I mean, this is this is an amazing article. Obviously, I don't have time to read you this entire Wikipedia article, but it is fantastic. I would highly encourage you to look for weasel words. This is just rampant in advertising. It's rampant in the anti-vaping propaganda. It's rampant in political statements. It's It's just ridiculous. Basically, they use this to mislead you into like an impression that they want you to have. It's 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 designed to create an impression of a reliable, credible source when really the information behind it is really sort of vague and ambiguous. Anyway, like I said, I can't read, I'm not going to read this entire Wikipedia article because it's a great, it's, it's really fantastic. It's really smart. They even go into the way, like the way... You you can inflect your tone to, like, support these weasel, weasely phrases. Just weasely, weasely phrases. They have one example in here saying, saying uh, something like, it has been decided without stating by whom. Like, it has been decided by who? No That doesn't matter. All they're saying is, oh, it has been decided that vaping is, like, Lighting a car tire on fire and inhaling the fumes, well, who said that? that? doesn't that doesn't put that responsibility of that statement on anybody. And they have a multitude, a multitude of examples, things like a growing body body of evidence. What? Where is the data for your for your growing body of evidence? Or people say or critics claim? Critics claim. That is a huge one. Critics claim, questions have been raised. I heard that there is evidence what do you say you can't say there is evidence that vaping makes teenagers move to combustible tobacco cigarettes you need to you need to have the evidence you need to say here is the evidence you can't just say well there is evidence these are weasel words and once you read this article reading anything else (laughs) any other propaganda that anti-vaping or political figures or anybody is saying you just you see all these weasel words and you go wow they, this is like, uh, it's crazy. This is a thing that people use. I was never really, you know, hip to it before, but uh, thank you to to today I learned on Reddit for posting this because once you learn about these weasel words and you hear things like critics claim or clearly or it stands to reason or uh, I heard that or it has been mentioned that or popular wisdom says or common sense insists, things like that fucking weasel words, words that make things sound credible when they are not, and there's no, there's no person or there's no group of people that, that has the responsibility of this. You can't say, well, recently scientists say what scientist which scientists show me the scientists show me the papers show me their tests like we need concrete things we can't keep using these ambiguous like well critics of vaping yeah critics of vaping critics of the fda regulations yeah what critics what critics what critics anyway really super eye-opening interesting article that many of you may have already known about i don't know i just found out about it if you knew about it and i didn't why didn't you tell me about it? Why didn't you tell me about weasel words? But anyway, um, I'm going to wrap up this news segment because it has gone way too long. Thankfully, my what I have been vaping is going to be very, very short, and that's what we're going to get into next. So like I said, I was out of town. I went to Palm Springs with a couple of friends. We, were, we had a house and we had a, a, a fridge full of Coors and Miller High Life, and it was just great. I just drank a thousand beers. I laid in the pool, surprisingly did not get sunburned because thank you SPF 30 applied like every 30 minutes, but it was really fun. Anyway, I had all this vape stuff packed up. So much vape stuff packed up. Spare atomizers, spare batteries, four different mods, loads of bottles of juice, an empty atomizer in case I wanted to switch flavors. I was prepared like I always am when I travel I'm always prepared so I get there I'm unloading stuff out of the car and I go there's where's my vape stuff I don't have my vape stuff all I brought was one thing with me the entire four days that I was out in Palm Springs and what did I bring with me well I posted a picture on Instagram I brought my Sigeli 213 and I brought my Azeroth RDTA and I bought a bottle thankfully a big bottle of juice that I actually really enjoy from coil spill the RKOI which I learned stands for rich kids of Instagram thank you for that Phil thank you for that information Um, it's getting down in there so Phil I know you watch your watch these videos Um, let me know where I can buy more of this RKOI because I actually really really enjoy it this was the vape I had I would say, oh, sure, I've been vaping, you know, my Hexome with the recoil and the Vlog Day and then the M17 and the M17 Mini with the Ruby Crew Slushy. And I haven't. I Normally I would have, yes, but this time, all I vaped between the last vlog and this vlog is this Segelie 213 Azeroth RDTA. This hopefully will be getting into the queue next week because I have just spent so much time with it. When you vape one thing exclusively you really I mean I have all these thoughts in my head I was getting to know this Azeroth inside and out and how well it works and how low I could vape my tank before I needed to start tilting it and exactly exactly where I liked my airflow and I learned exactly where the the fill-up port was and I learned exactly that you need to keep this thing upright because if it falls over juice goes all over the countertop and leaks into everybody else's napkins and I learned a lot, I learned a lot. I also learned that I do really like this Sigele 213. I'm really glad I bought it. It doesn't do 213 watts as DJ LSB Vapes showed us. It does 115 watts or something like that or 151 watts or something like that. I've been rocking it at 66 watts. This is a .26, 4.2 volts, uh, coil spill RKOI, great vape. Very nice, very flavorful. When this tank is full, it wicks great. And when it starts depleting in juice, you have to tilt it more and more and more and more until there was like a sliver of juice down here, like maybe like three or four dollops of juice in there. And I would just hold it upside down and wait and just wait and hold it. Kept holding it, kept holding it, kept holding it. And then I looked at the coils and I'm like, all right, they look wet. That's how I vaped all of the juice out of this tank. It was it was kind of like a really good experience to be without vape gear for that long just to have one thing like one reliable banger with a juice I really like and it's great because I wasn't thinking about oh I need to rewick that I need to rebuild that I need to rewick that that tank is old that needs a new coiled head that needs batteries that needs this that needs that I want to try this juice on this I want to try this on this I want to put this atomizer over here and I'm going to move this tank to that guy and oh that's right it can't fire that so I need to all that was gone And I was just left with a mod and a tank, and I happily just vaped it all weekend, all four days, five nights, however long I was out there, and it was great. Um, One of the days, I went over to uh, Desert Vapors Indio, and I bought a TFV8 just because I wanted I wanted another flavor. I just wanted something completely different than what I had. So I bought a TFV-8. I didn't really use it like the whole time I was there. I I think I went through two tankfuls on the TFV-8, but I bought some of their juice Big Bear that's like, it tastes like a pecan pie maple thing kind of going on. It was just, I just vaped it every once in a while for a change of pace, but the majority, the overwhelming majority of the time I was there, it was this. It was this setup, and that's, that's what I've been vaping (laughs) and it's still really quite nice like I I assumed that I would just get home and tear that tear that setup down and be like okay not using this anymore but I got home and I freaking kept vaping it it's just it's just really good it's just a good vape anyway um That's literally all I have for what I've been vaping. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I've been vaping something else because I haven't. Like, that's what I've been vaping. So, that's what I've been vaping. Now, after that segment, we are going to fast forward in time to later tonight, and I'm assuming that I'm gonna drink some really delicious beer. Please be in focus. Anger? Anger. Okay. Hey, welcome to the beer section. So the beer I have to taste tonight is something that I just picked up earlier today at a Trader Joe's. And I believe it's pronounced Anger, A-Y-I-N-G-E-R. Anger. And don't ask me to pronounce the second part of this because it's Priviat. Privyat. Pri- 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 Privat, okay, nope, not even going to do it. It's a German beer, so of course I can't pronounce it. Maybe if Ruby Rue were here, she'd be able to pronounce it. I don't know. You tell me, Ruby. Enger Privat, uh, Oktoberfest. Anyway, this is their Oktoberfest Octoberfest beer. I know I just went on a big rant about how it's still summertime here in Southern California and San Diego and how everybody's talking about like pumpkin things and Oktoberfest and hoodie weather and stuff like that, but it's still summer here, damn it. But... You know what? I don't know. I saw this at Trader Joe's. It caught my eye. I was like, "Oh, an Oktoberfest, huh?" That would be perfect. I could buy it. I'll just I'll just drink it on the vlog. It was not an expensive beer at all. I think it was four bucks for this bottle, so not uh, not ridiculous at all. Uh, I literally don't know anything about it other than it's an Oktoberfest beer from a from a brewery named Anger. Ang Angier Angier. I don't know. Do I have any German friends, German viewers that that actually know how to pronounce this? Anyway, I'm going to be pouring it into a tulip-style glass. What I'm expecting is a really light beer. Oktoberfest beers, in my experience, have always been very, very light. There seems to be some carbonation or effervescence. Yeah, looks nice. Wow, there is no... I mean, you can see right through this beer. You can see me. Hi. You can see me talk through the beer. It almost looks like Martinelli's apple juice. Like there's a very thin white head on top. It's very, I mean, unbelievably, unbelievably clear. There's no cloudiness or haziness or dark color. It's just very, very clear beer. I'm expecting it to be kind of like an Oktoberfest beer. I'm expecting something, uh, you know, Uh, fruity-ish, maybe a little bit uh, caramely ish in there. Um, Like I said, know nothing about this beer, but uh, cheers. Here's to my vlog viewers. Well, super easy drinking, nice carbonation level. It feels nice and lively in the mouth. Um, I get a little bit of upfront sweetness, but overall it's a very Clean beer. It has some nice body to it, which I'm surprised because it kind of just looks like apple juice. But it does have a nice kind of syrupy mouth feel in your mouth when you're drinking it. Yeah. Wow. That's a, that's actually really nice. That is not a bad little four dollar authentic Bavarian festival lager. Oktoberfest Marzen. M A. With two weird dots on each side, R Z E N Marzen. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Let's go. Let's look about. Let's look this beer up. Let's actually. Let's actually uh, read about this beer. A Y I N G E R, Oktoberfest. Oh, Google auto-populates it. So, clicking over to Beer Advocate, it's got a 90% score, which means it is outstanding sure I mean it's fine it's a really nice super easy drinking beer the head kind of just disappears right away pour some more in there to get that head I mean it wouldn't be the beer segment if I didn't have to drink through the head like a man Mm -hmm. nice really nice super nice Um, this reviewer said No head, just a microscopic white ring. Orange body, fruity and satisfying multi-mix. Not too sweet, toasted, nutty, understated in the background. Lighter than desired carbonation. Medium body, good representation for the style. Yeah, sure. This next guy said three-finger head. Clear amber with gold hues. Very aromatous. Aromatous? I think I'm going to need some guidance from my beer Cicerone. Aromatus? don't know what that is uh oh pardon me what's in the news robin more caramel malt with nice spicy german hop finish medium body with moderate carbonation i see i'm getting oh pardon me i'm getting way more carbonation than anybody who is currently on beer advocate it feels nice and like nice and bright and lively in your mouth It's good. It's really good. This I would definitely definitely buy this again, especially for the price. Um, what do I have to pair with it? Literally nothing right now. What do I have to pair with this? I guess I could try Vlog Day. Vlog Day uh, is, you know, it's one of those juices I designed to be paired with beers. I don't know how it's going to pair with this Oktoberfest, but I've got Vlog Day. I transferred it to a little unicorn bottle. I've got Recoil on here. This is a... I think this is just a round wire build. Nope, this is. That's an M Turk Alien in there. Well, damn it. There you go. I thought it was just a round wire build. Turns out it's an M Turk Alien in there. Got it on the Hexome uh, 3.0. Let's just pair this together, shall we? Yeah, not bad. Really not a bad pairing at all. The lemony notes of the Vlog Day juice are kind of really complimentary, like the fruity undertones of this Oktoberfest beer. It is a little bit toasty. It's a little bit malty. I guess that comes from the German hoppy malts or whatever that they use. I mean, as much as a beer guy that I am, um, I couldn't tell you the difference. I mean, I could probably tell you the difference between like, like Belgian yeasts or Belgian hops compared to the rest of the world but as far as like German beers go or German versus American beers I I wouldn't be able to tell you if you sat this down in front of me right now and said this is an uh this came from an American brewery and it's an American Oktoberfest lager I'd be like oh okay cool <laughs> like I wouldn't sit down and drink it and be like hey wait a minute this tastes a little bit like it has German yeast strains in it. Like, I'm not that guy. I wouldn't be able to tell you that. But this nice little pairing. I really wish I had that tobacco in something. I don't have that. I don't have the. Uh, I don't have the Baker White tobacco in anything right now. And I'm really regretting that decision. I have Vlog day in front of me. I have Steve's Cake in front of me. I have Blue Slushy in front of me. I have sticks in front of me. And I have Vanilla Peppermint in front of me. So here's a dumb story that... Why is this stuck in here now? Oh, wow, that was really weird. I got this... Uh, between when I shot the vlog and when I did the beer segment, I got some vape mail. So this is the only time in this video you'll see this. This is the iCare Mini that comes with this old really cool little sort of, uh, pardon me, I'm burping all over the place, chargy stand that it can kind of get stuck in, I guess. Anyway. This is a 18 milligram mouth to lung vape for sure. I closed the airflow way down on this because I knew I wanted to put high nick juice in it. But I am going to try this vanilla peppermint with this beer because why not? Because it's my vlog and I can pair whatever I want. yeah, sure, not really that great. <laughs> honestly, truly and honestly not that great, and I wasn't expecting it to go great, but I like, I feel like a higher neck juice and beer kind of go hand in hand. Um, like I said, this is the only time you see the iCare Mini in this vlog. I will definitely, definitely be talking about it in the next vlog, in my next First Impressions. Cool? Cool. So after the beer segment, that's going to wrap this up. Uh, I know for sure that we are going to go do some shout-outs. It is shout out- all right, so let's do some freaking shout outs. You're probably wondering why I'm wearing a white t-shirt considering I never wear white t-shirts. Well, right there. Do you see this? Doozies. Yeah, they sent me a t-shirt and you know what? It's white and I don't wear white t-shirts and because you can see my, my man boobs and my mipples and I can kind of see like completely through it. Like you can kind of see Kylo Ren on my chest. I don't know. I just don't wear white t-shirts. It's just... The thing. It's because I'm a chubby guy and white t-shirts and chubby guys don't get along. But it's going to go into the first shout out. And I'm just going to wear this shirt from Doozy's Doozy's Roadside Service. I'm going to wear this shirt throughout the rest of the shout out segment. But uh, Chris and Pearl over there at Doozy's Auto... What is it? Doozies Roadside Service. They sent me a very, very nice email asking for a shout out. And she writes to me, she wrote me a letter, like an actual, look at that. It says Doozies. And I first saw that and I was like, what's Doozies? But no, you just pronounce it like Doozies, Doozies Roadside Service. Sent me a handwritten letter that says, Nick, thank you for responding to my email. It would mean the world to us if you would rock this awesome t-shirt on a vlog or at least give us a shout out. Please feel free to share our story and you can use our names. The... The phonetic spelling of doozies is doozies, D-O-O-Z-Y-S. Thank you again, because if we hadn't found your videos, um, uh, the cancer and big tobacco would have won. Chris and Pearl from Doozies. P.S., the last name is pronounced just like it spells. I'm don't. I'm not i not going to try it. I'm not even going to try it. I'm not even going to try it. I'm not even going to try it. But yes, they sent me a, a great email, so definitely shout-outs. Shoutouts to Doozy's Roadside Service. Shout out to Chris and Pearl from Doozy's Roadside Service. I might just rock this shirt at the gym uh, to motivate me to lose weight because it's a little tight and I can see my man boobs. And I know when I'm like running on the treadmill or like using the elliptical guy that I'll just look at myself and be like, oh man, someday you can wear that shirt and not look like a friggin' beluga whale. But absolutely, consider yourselves shouted out. I also have a shout out to do for this guy. Now, I'm a jerk just there's no way around it i am just straight up jerk this guy dirty jersey 13 he sent me coils like months ago months ago and they came in little baggies and they were stapled to a little piece of paper and i put it down here in my desk drawer and i was like boom need to remember to shout that guy out every time i opened the desk drawer i saw it and then one time it got it fell it fell back behind some other items. So I kept opening the desk drawer, opening the desk drawer. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I assumed that I had done this shout out already, but in fact, I had not done the shout out for you. But really, there's not a whole hell of a lot to shout out. He is a coil builder, Dirty Jersey 13 I'll post a link down in the description to his Instagram. He sent me a bunch of coils. He sent me, uh, each bag is labeled with a number that matches uh, this, uh, I'm sorry, I'm I, this that matches this sorry my writing is fucked up oh, youtube sorry but my hands hurt after building all day so he sent me a framed staple uh, with canthal ribbon two pieces of 28 gauge nichrome 80 wrapped in in 40 gauge nichrome 80 five wraps three millimeter should be around 0.12 to 0.14 he sent me fused claptons he sent me a staple coil and he sent me stitched fralians at 0.08 ohms so it's six pieces of canthal uh six pieces 5x one canthal ribbon framed with 26 gauge niachrome 80 alien wrapped with 36 gauge niachrome 80 with 40 gauge stitch okay that is ridiculous that is a ridiculous I'm really excited. So the whole point of this is I was looking for coils to put on an RDA. What coils, what RDA did I put these coils on? I don't even remember. And I found this and I was like, holy shit, Dirty Jersey 13. Not only did I not shout you out, but I haven't used your coils. So I used the frame staple and I used the uh, the fused Clapton. I still have the staple coil and the stitched Fralians. But uh, absolutely, you know what, Dirty Jersey 13... Thank you. Thank you for sending those coils my way. And uh, I apologize that it has taken literally way too long for me to get to that particular shout out. So moving on, we do have some more shout outs. Um, I do want to give a shout out to a guy named Andrew. So (laughs) haha. Andrew uh, posted a picture in the Namber Juice group. Over on Facebook, we've got a Namber Juice group. It's a private group that you can just ask to join. And it's not really, I mean, it's a fun group. It's a good group of people. And we we post hand checks and we talk about vape stuff. And people are like, hey, you know, I really like this RDA. I'm, I'm thinking about getting a goon. What do you guys think of the goon? And people will be like, oh, the goon's great and blah, blah, blah. And, this is, and it's a very nice, warm, and, and, and sort of helpful group. If you want to check it out on, uh, on Facebook, you are more than welcome to. But Andrew, of that group, posted this picture of a bottle of glacier banana next to an actual glacier. That is so fucking cool. I just thought that was the coolest thing ever. I was like, glacier banana next to a glacier. I wish he would have thrown a banana at the glacier so you could see like a banana on the glacier in the distance. But you know what? That's, that's probably asking way too much. He took this dope picture. And Andrew, that is very, very cool Thank you. Thank you for taking that picture and thank you for <laughs> thank you for posting it in the group. I'm actually probably going to post that on my Instagram maybe today or tomorrow cuz I just think it's uh I just think it's so so cool. Um I do want to give a shout out to a guy named Aaron. So Aaron wrote to me and so I, I do have another video that I do every week Tuesday bro Tuesday video and it's vlog ish but it's kind of its own different video we do more reviews there's getting to know grim green there's viewer mail there's some other stuff involved in there and then at the end of these Tuesday bro Tuesday videos I do like a little juice segment like I pick a new juice that I've never vaped before out of Han Solo and I just vape it and I give like these are my first impressions of this juice. And how do I think it tastes? And generally with a juice, I can tell if I like it within like one or two toots on it. That's just how I am. The first time I tasted this, the Ruby Cruz Blue Slushy, I was like, Shh. yep, I really like that. That's how I decide. I have like one or two toots and then I'm like, yep, yeah, this is it. I really, really like it. And so that's what I do every... Tuesday at the end of my Tuesday videos and so I don't have like a a bumper or like a a graphic that's like juice segment time or anything like that so Aaron took it upon himself he has a home recording studio and he made this song and it's like a death metal juice song That's super cool, and there's no graphics to go along with it. In fact, when I use this in the Tuesday Bro Tuesday video, which I will be using this in the Tuesday Bro Tuesday video, Aaron, I might just do it from my iPhone every single time. I'm going to, yeah, that's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to play it from my iPhone every single time into the microphone, but that was super cool of you. You didn't have to do it, but you did. Absolutely, Aaron. Boom. Consider yourself shouted out as well. You can see the refresh rate of my monitor on my t-shirt. That's actually really annoying to me. So, I'm going to plow through a couple more shout-outs here. Shout out from a vaping podcast. So, back in July, a fellow named Alex wrote to me and said, "Hey Nick, I'm a, I'm a huge fan. My name is Alex, and I was wondering if I could get a shout-out for my weekly podcast, The Vape Passion Show." I post the show on YouTube with lots of images to make it a bit more interesting. Uh, I started my show after being inspired by your vlogs. I'm not nearly as natural on camera as you are, but I try my best. My first show focuses mostly, almost entirely on news happening in the vape community, but I also offer tips and advice and call out interesting topics I find on forums. By the way, I love your Culture of Clouds podcast. I just wish you would put it on Stitcher because that's where I listen to all my favorite podcasts. We might have to do that. Ruby, I don't know if you watched the vlog. Uh, We might have to put our SoundCloud, or we might have to put our podcast on Stitcher. But yeah, absolutely. Alex, you are shouted out. Uh, Go check out the Vape Passion podcast. It's vapepassion.com, and I'll post a link down in the description to where you can check it out if you are interested. It looks like Alex has uh, 32 episodes, so he is whooping the Culture of Clouds podcast into the ground. We only have... 21 episodes right now and he's got 32 episodes so very cool um i did give it a listen i listened to a couple episodes it's a it's a really rocking little podcast he's got over there and definitely consider yourself shout it out and like i said i'll post a link down in the description to vapepassion.com where you can uh where you can check out that podcast if you are interested all right let's do How many, how much time do we have left? Okay. This is going way too long already. This vlog is, the vlog just needs to get cut down a little bit. Um, thankfully, my last shout out is going to be very, very long. Um, shout out for a Marine. A guy named Charles wrote to me and says, Sir Nick, hello from Utah. My name is Charles. I just finished watching the vlog this evening and I got a huge kick out of the retro vaping segment. This came with the iTaste MVP2. iTaste MVP2 and was my first vape setup. Uh, A few months ago, my younger brother called me asking me about vaping, probably due to his, probably due to the intense job of being a U.S. Marine. He was a heavy smoker. At some point, he began chewing tobacco as well. Now stationed in Camp Pendleton. Ah, that's close. That is close to me. Um, he needed to quit tobacco because of his job on the base. It sounds like his superiors didn't like him smoking or chewing around the new recruits. Uh, we talked for a while about what I vape and what he might like as a newcomer to the vaping community. I decided to send him the very same MVP2 that I bought as my first mod. I went to a local shop called the Vapor Vault, as Vapor Vault that I frequent, and behold, they had the iClear 30s in stock. I ended up purchasing a Kanger Arrow tank because the owner told me that honestly the heads were way too old to use. <laughs> yeah, those iClear 30s are are old. Man, they they just have old coil heads in them at this point. I spoke with him again recently, and he has saunts. Oh, since spelling error, that's fine, no big deal. I don't mind spelling errors. I spoke with him again recently, and he has since upgraded to a mini volt with a sub ohm tank. Uh, not sure which tank though. I would love it if you could give my little brother a shout-out on your vlog. He has told me specifically not to use his name in anything like this, presumably for security, which I understand as a federal employee myself. On a side note, I have sent handwritten letters to my local representatives in regards to the FDA regulations and requested support for HR 2058. I haven't heard back yet, but I am hopeful. Thankfully, uh, thanks for all you do respectfully. Charles, boom, absolutely, Charles. You are shouted out for getting your brother a, a dope ass set up and uh, Charles's brother who shall remain nameless. You are definitely shouted out. Thanks for everything you do for the country and uh, getting those new recruits. Camp Pendleton. Camp Pendleton's right. I mean, it's not right up the road, but it's the closest camp thing that's close to me. It's the, the closest. No, that's not true. Uh, on Okay, whatever. This doesn't even matter at all. Camp Pendleton is close to me. There's a closer base on uh, on Coronado. There's an army base on Coronado, but Camp Pendleton is very, very close to me. So, absolutely, uh, Charles from Utah and your brother, you are both absolutely shouted out. And uh, I think that is going to wrap up this here shout out segment. Um, you can always send your shout outs over to nick at grimgreen.com. I may not reply right away, but they do get filed in the shout out folder as it stands. The shout out folder goes back until, oh good lord! Oh, I still have some in here from, I still have some in here from freaking January that I haven't got to yet. There are, look, loads of shout out requests. I, I can do as many as I can during a vlog, and then, and then that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't do. An entire shout out, you know, vlog like a whole vlog dedicated to shout outs. That's just not going to happen, but they do all get filed into the shout outs folder. So if you have a shout out for uh, someone that has helped you, or you know, someone you love, or your husband or wife or life partner or whatever, um, always feel free to send it over Nick dot com. I probably won't be able to answer shout out requests, but they may get answered here on the Thursday vlog. So yeah. After that, after beer, after news, after shoutouts, it is time, it is time to get to some freaking first impressions. Alright, well here we go with some first impressions time, and I actually have one first impression that is, actually, I actually have two first impressions that are going to be actual, actual, first time ever using them first impressions. Real uh, People like those, so I tend to get annoyed by stuff um, easily, and I i don't talk sometimes when i do these first impressions that are actual actual first impressions like the first time i've ever seeing or using a product i tend to just not talk i just start like looking and fiddling and going, huh that's kind of cool yeah that's great so i'm gonna make a conscious effort to speak a lot when i'm doing these first impressions and to like actually show you what's going on and what my thought process is the first thing i want to talk about is this thing do you see this giant honker thing so this, this is gigantic, okay? I didn't realize it was going to be this this big, but this is called the InvisiVape, and this is Freeze uh, and maybe Mooch. I'm not sure how much Mooch is involved, but this is the InvisiVape from Freeze. You can find it on uh, Trade and Vape. Uh, I think it's Trade and backslash InvisiVape. It's spelled dumb because vapors. We like to spell things incorrectly, so it's Invisivape, N, Vizy Vape, letter N, Vizy Vape, Invisivape. I don't know why we just didn't do Invisivape, <laughs> but uh, no, we have to spell things incorrectly. Um, anyway, you can go to Invisivape.com and it's going to take you to the Trade and Vape website and freeze. Just a word of uh, a word of word of warning on your website. When you go to the InvisiVape page on the Trade and Vape site, there is an embedded YouTube video somewhere that just autoplays. I can't find it anywhere on the site. I scrolled top to bottom, top to bottom, top to bottom. I can't figure out a way to mute it or to pause it or anything. So the whole time I'm looking at this website, there is this video playing in the background. And there's no way to see it. There's no way to pause it. There's no way to anything it. So just a heads up maybe take a look at that on your site but the what they want this to be is a way to get rid of your cloud of vapor um maybe if you have to vape in a sensitive area here's the thing i can't see myself leaving the house with this with this giant recorder looking thing it's just really large in a, in, a, in a world where people don't like dripping because they don't like carrying around a bottle of juice, getting people to carry this around is going to be a hard sell. So remember in a bro trip video a long time ago when we went to Arizona and Dwayne got that cloud killer box mod and we decided that it wasn't really the cloud killer. It was like the cloud drastically reducer. This is this is that same thing. It's like a series of filters on the inside. First of all, it's large. This is large. It's larger than I thought it would be. It's big. It's bigger than mods like with an atomizer. It's taller. It's it's wide. It's just a big thing. So, what I'm going to do is make sure that these coils are juiced up, which they are not. So I'm going to put some of the uh, you know the blue slushy on here. I'm going to take a rip and I am going to blow it through this Invisivape and see how much it reduces the vapor. Obviously, the smaller of a toot you take, the, you know, the less vapor there is to kind of filter out and disperse, and the bigger toot you take, the, you know, the more vapor there is going to be to filter out and disperse. So, let's just give it a shot with the with the Invisivape. so yeah vapor drastically reducer I mean comparatively here's what it would have looked like without it big old stupid ridiculous cloud with the InvisiVape (coughs) The problem is, I can't get my whole cloud through the InvisiVape because the draw on it, (laughs) and you're not supposed to be drawing, you're supposed to be blowing, the blow through it is very, very tight, and rightfully so. It's got like a bunch of filters and shit to go through, right? Let me re-drip. Let me try this again. No, I don't need to re-drip with a smaller, much substantially shorter toot. I got it all through, I got it all through, no big deal. It is a vapor drastically reducer. It's not going to completely destroy your vape. If you're vaping like a mouth to lung setup, do I have a battery in this? Let me try it on my mouth-to-lung setup. So this is a Spire Nautilus Mini, mouth-to-lung. Just give me an idea of the vapor production. It's not a whole lot. About that, about that, right? Let's try it with the InvisiVape. still a little bit still a little bit so while it's not a cloud destroyer it is a cloud drastically reducer here's the problem I have with it it's gigantic I can't see myself carrying this around I just can't just can't see myself doing that Um, if I'm in a place where I can't vape then I don't vape and if I want to vape discreetly I'll just stealth vape I'll go like this Cool, Right? Carry on the conversation. Cool. Blow the vapor down. That's about as much vapor as that comes out of this. Now, if you combined stealth vaping and the InvisiVape, sure, it would probably deplete everything, right? Let's give it a shot. Why not? Because science. Stealth vape. Ready? This is when I'd probably blow it out. sure so the combination of stealth vaping and this completely eliminates your cloud the problem is it's just so big freeze it's just so big i'm i don't i wouldn't leave the house with that i just wouldn't leave the house with that i'll post a link down in the description but be warned when you go to the website you're gonna have to listen to this youtube video that you can't mute or pause in any capacity you just listen to it and that's that's fine it is what it is these retail for like 20 bucks um, you can get a deal if you get two of them you save more Um, you can get two invisivapes for 35 bucks sure that's a thing Um, I could see in your house if you live in an apartment or something where you feel like you might get in trouble for vaping inside maybe the invisivape is a good idea I I wouldn't I'm not going to leave the house with it maybe in the car like instead of but then that's driving mod set it down and visivape, so you don't fill your car with vapor. But what's it cost to like crack your window and just blow the vapor out the window? I don't know. I don't see many practical applications for this. That's the problem. I think it's a good idea in theory. It's way too big and I don't see really any practical applications for it. But what I'm gonna do is post a link in the description and you know what we'll keep using the Invisivape. We'll use it on Tuesday. We'll use it on Thursday. We'll just keep using it. We'll see how long this filter actually lasts on the inside. We'll just keep on using it. I'll post a link down in the description to trade and vape to the Invisivape site so you can check it out if you want to. So the next thing I have to do first impressions for, not the Limitless box, I've been using that for a while, is this RDA right here. So this is called the Luck of the Irish RDA. and It's a little bit on the tall side, right? So the creator of this RDA messaged me and he's like, I'd really love for you to try my RDA. It's got a pretty unique deck. I'm a single coil person and I like single coil decks. And there's not like a lot of drippers, like big cloud chasing drippers that are designed for like a single coil deck. Like sure, you can put a single coil in the twisted messes and use the single coil airflow. But this has airflow from both sides and it has this really interesting deck. Let me show you a close up of it. So, the deck kind of looks like that. Really weird, really kind of interesting. What I want to do is put a dual coil in here. I want to put dual vertical coils in here. I can see how it would be really easy to do a single vertical coil. Nice deep juice well in there, flathead grub screws on top. I can see how it would be really easy to do a single coil in there but what I want to do because I'm you know I'm a clouds bro clouds guy is I want to put a dual coil in here so what I'm gonna do real fast is I'm just gonna grab some 22 gauge uh... nichrome 80 and I'm gonna put uh... I'm gonna put a dual vertical coil in here and just vape the hell out of it so that's I guess kinda what it's supposed to look like when it's built here's the bummer part is the leads my leads got clipped twice and so I kind of gave up on a dual coil and I just put a single coil in there and I wicked it with some native wicks. And I might have trimmed the top a little bit too short, but I'm just going to throw some juice on this. Um, I just want to vape it. The airflow looks interesting. I have a feeling I'm going to have to close it down quite a bit. The airflow comes through these two clover leaves. So if I can find the damn top cap, do you see there's like two clover leaves on each side? Then there's an Irish guy. Then there's the clover leaves. And then it has this like adjustable mutation x style airflow adjustment so i have a feeling what i'm going to do is like close this down like more than halfway i have a feeling it's going to be nice and swooshy but really really airy so yeah i'm going to pop some juice on here and we'll vape it I'm really bummed about those screws clipping my leads that kind of really bums me out um they're just drilled too far through you know what i mean um when you have a, a screw that's supposed to press your coil or press your lead it's supposed to press it against something flat not something that has a hole in it because all that does is it creates two pinch points right there And when you screw your screw down it just clip clip your leads it did it twice i had to build four coils for this finally finally i got one to stick and i was nervous af finally finally screwing these leads down and like pinching and pulsing and my ohms kept jumping all over the place and I knew that one of those leads was not secured all the way down finally came out to 0.4 it was jumping from 0.16 to 0.4 to 0.6 to 0.8 and I'm like one of those leads is not tight enough if I tighten it down anymore it's going to clip that lead I mean it's just going to clip that lead so here we got it at 0.4 I have it set to 55 watts Yeah, look at all that. Look at all that vapors that it's producing. So uh, let me try out this top cap. Let me try out this airflow. First of all, let me just leave the airflow fully open, test it out, see how it feels. Okay, so it's basically like nothing. It's like inhaling just air, nothing. So like I thought, I'm going to close this airflow down. We're kind of close off all of the clovers except for like the bottom right hand corner. And I'll make sure that's lined up with the coil. Ah, oh, so much better. So much better. Let me just drip a couple more drops of juice on here just to be careful. I mean, I just threw some uh steez cake on here. It was just sitting on my desk, and I realized that I had nothing with steez cake in it. So I don't know. That's what you get is steez cake. Let's give it a shot. Nope. It was the most burnt hit of burnt hits I've ever burnt hit. Why is that so burnt? Maybe my wattage is just way too high. For 0.46, 55 watts is not unreasonable. Not unreasonable at all. The cotton's packed in there. This is nice and wet. Why was that a really, really bad dry hit? Wow, that tasted just like acrid awfulness. <coughs> Again. <coughs> It happened again. It happened again. Do I have a hot leg or something in there? Holy shit, yeah, it was glowing so nice and evenly, and now I have to fiddle with my coils while there's freaking juice and cotton on it. Let's give this another try. I was just there were massive uh hot spots on this uh nichrome eighty that was on here. massive hot spots. God, I'm terrified right now. I do not want a repeat of that flavor because that's the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And now I got freaking juice everywhere. Good lord. If I spent as much time vaping as I did fiddling with vaping stuff, point is I just spend way more time fiddling with vape gear than I do actually just vaping on vape gear. But you know what? Whatever. First world problems. Let's give this another try. Good. Hotspots have been worked out. Airflow shutdown is incredibly, incredibly smooth and swooshy. Flavor is really not half bad either. Wow. I'm really glad I got that hotspot worked out, man. That was... uh, twice in a row that happened and you know that's just from not making sure my coils were glowing evenly before i wicked it and that's my mistake i should have done that so all i did was i gave my coils a nice firm strum with those ceramic tipped tweezers much much better nice wow okay okay luck of the irish rda let's just try you full open because why not? You're still juicy. Let's just go full open airflow. Zero flavor. Flavor is gone. Flavor is completely, completely gone. This is a big chamber on the inside anyway, really big for what it is for a single coil style dripper. but uh, man, when you, when you open up that airflow all the way, the flavor just completely completely disappears. close it off and you're nice you're back to that nice strawberry cheesecake that you were after in the first place so yeah luck of the irish rda i'm going to post a link in the description to where you can check this out comes from plentyovapes.com the L O T I R D A. rda luck of the irish rda 50 bucks uh he has it set up for single coils for dual coils for dual horizontal coils for dual vertical coils um yeah, I guess you can do like coil stacked coils. You could go two through the side and two through the top, like that. Basically, he was telling me he likes single coils, like single horizontal coils, but every. RDA to do a single horizontal coil you always have to like bend your leads all the way around remember like that Shadow MGNT RDA where I put a single coil in the middle but I had to bend my leads around to get into the holes with this you can put a single coil right in the middle and your leads just go straight out and if those holes and screws didn't clip my wire leads I'd probably be much more excited as it stands it is what it is obviously I'm gonna spend way more time with this before it even enters the queue of the tuesday bro tuesday video but uh right now the flavor with it closed off is pretty nice and the airflow with it closed off is very very nice and swooshy dig digging that kind of uh, kind of a whole lot so i want to talk about this other rda that i posted a picture of on instagram called called the sputnik rda and it is it is effing weird let me show you a picture of the deck right now but it's got this weird like bulbousy postless deck and you take out those flathead screws for airflow so you can take one out if you want to have that airflow you can take two out if you want to have that airflow you can take three out if you want to have that airflow you can take all four out and just have a whole mess of airflow I took two screws out. I took the two screws underneath my coils out. All I did was build two 22 gauge. I think this is a dual nine wrap on here. Came out to 0.18. I have it set to 77 watts. So here's the problem I've been running into. You can't blow your juice through the middle of this RDA. You just can't do it. Not only is there a screen in the top of the drip tip, but the, the deck of the RDA is rounded so if you drip juice right through the middle it's gonna go right through the middle of your coils it's gonna drip down that rounded shape and go right into your airflow holes it's happened to me at least 50 times and I've only vaped it 40 times every freaking time I drip it drips through the middle drips right into the airflow holes I mean it's perfect for it like it's rounded on shape the deck is rounded and the airflows are right there so sure I mean science dictates that when you drip it on a round surface it's gonna drip down and just go right into your airflow hole so I have to pop the top off I have to take my juice which is Sunday supper banana pudding made in Tennessee this is actually quite the delicious juice although I'm not a huge fan of these bottles because the childproofing is just ridiculous come over here I paint my coils a little bit, paint paint paint. Put the top back, top flow, top airflow back on and you have to line it up like that with the bottom and then I open a couple of these top ones. There's these top ones around the top and bottom ones around the bottom. Just the bottom airflow with two holes open is a little bit on the stiff side. I opened it up a little bit by opening up these two top airflow holes. The juice spitback mesh screen is the fucking worst idea that has ever existed in vaping just my personal opinion. I hate it. It condenses juice. So you actually get a fuck ton of spit back from the screen that is designed to prevent spitback. It is a ridiculous innovation and I think no RDA should ever use it. Additionally, it prohibits me from blowing my juice in through the top, which is what I would actually really rather do. Anyway, this 22 gauge build, it's uh, around a 3.5 millimeter, came out to 0.18. I have it set to 77 watts. Vapes. Yep, pretty good flavor. Fuck ton of, sorry, I can't swear anymore on YouTube. F ton of airflow. Just, I mean, not of airflow, spit back spit back for days on this thing and additionally it's really hard to build on like there's no added value to this sputnik rda deck it's rounded which is no juice well right it's like a negative juice well in there and the positive screws where you're supposed to screw your leads in are not all the way fastened down So if you buy this and you attempt to install some leads in there and you go to screw that screw down, it's just going to keep twisting in there. So before you even build, go in there and crank those screws down, like crank the housing of them down so that they don't spin when you install your leads. Additionally, there seems to be no rhyme or reason on like how to build on this thing. I just put two 22 gauge wires in there and I kind of wrapped them around these little tangs that stick out and I screwed it down and screwed it down. I have a feeling I got really lucky. Lucky with this build on here i cannot not 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 never see building anything more than a round wire build in this rda there's not a chance fuse claptons nah they're not going to fit in there like tricore aliens not a freaking chance that they will fit in there at all the vape i'm getting from it is fine it's a fine vape I find myself not really ever wanting to even use this RDA the only reason I'm using it is because I put a delicious juice in here and I want more of that delicious vapor in my mouth hole spit back freaking spit back for days now i can't find this online all i found was their instagram vapor plume you can go to vaporplume.com, but it is not on the website at all and they all they all they have is deck pictures of it they reposted my deck picture of it they have loads of deck picture of pictures of it and then they have that thing where there's a naked person and then they blow vapor and then it's just a naked person with vapor i don't like that kind of marketing that really bothers me and i didn't see this until after i agreed to uh to try out this sputnik rda but it's just it's just silly marketing and you can tell that she's not blowing a cloud they they just took a picture of a naked chick and then photoshopped vapor over her naughty bits which whatever whatever do your own thing plume do your own thing for sure um it's weird it's a weird fucking thing sorry cursing cursing on YouTube is not a thing anymore so I'm gonna spend a lot more time with that Sputnik RDA I'm gonna muscle my way through it I'm gonna hate every second of it I'm assuming and then uh, you never know it might enter the queue and it might actually suddenly somehow improve like be some sort of amazing product so what do I have next in my notes for the first impressions oh this mod now okay this mod is called the M. What's it called? The M vape. I don't know where this came from. <laughs> I had emails exchanged with a guy. I thought I saved these emails. It turns out I did not. I believe it comes from the same company that uh, that company called Amigo. I think it comes from them, but this is called the M vape and it's a dual 18650 adjust to taste type of situation. There's a dial on top where you adjust your wattage and that dial doesn't lock into place it kind of freely moves around so if you want it set to forty watts you set it to forty watts and hope that nothing touches that dial because even the littlest sort of little uh, now it's moved now it's I mean a little adjustment I'm already up to sixty five watts just from like barely touching it, barely touching it again. Now I'm up to 85 watts. It goes up to 150 watts. Believe it or not, this size is still a dual 18650. When I saw it, I thought for sure, single 18650. But nope, it's a dual 18650. So let me adjust the wattage all the way down. Let me put an atomizer on here that may or may not look ridiculous. Let me grab my black recoil and put it on here. Here's the other weird thing with this mod. It is not any millimeter that we're used to on the on the 510 right there so if i put this recoil rda which is 24 millimeters in diameter on the outside do you see this (laughs) do you see this all this overhang all the way around it i mean all the way around it it looks weird it just looks weird it's so comfortable to hold the fire buttons right here nice and clicky the This lights up. Your adjustment wheel lights up when you press the button, but look at that. I'm going to zoom in. You have to see this. Do you see all this overhang that's happening? I mean, literally all the way around, all the way around. There's your adjustment wheel right there, which you can see numbers printed on. Here's the nice clicky button, and that lights up when when you press the button, and yeah, but dude, Overhang like crazy. So apart from the overhang, I'm going to turn this all the way up to 150 watts. It's definitely going to fire. I'm actually going to turn it a little bit down to, let's say, 120 watts. Sure. Is this juice? Let me grab some juice. And I just want to make sure this is juice because after that experience with the, you know... That Irish RDA and those dry hits, man. I never want to experience that again. So, recoil. This is a point, uh, 0.15. I have it set to 120 watts. Vape it. No problems firing it. No problems firing it at all. It's actually a really nice, warm vape on this device. It just looks ridiculous. And this is cool and military-themed, and it's got stars and USA, and it says... Freedom, Democracy, Equality, This We'll Defend, Honor, Courage, Commitment, Semper Fidelis. And it's very like, cool looking and military themed and there's like an eagle on this side, like an eagle badge, and it looks super dope. And I actually really like holding it and hitting it with my thumb. Additionally, I'm a finger guy. I like to hold it against my palm and hit it with my finger. This works great and I way over juice the fuck out of this recoil. really nice hot vape I cannot find any information there's juice on my desk mystery juice I cannot find any information about this device if you sent me this device and you're watching this vlog amigo guy email me tell me where I can post a link in the description to where people can check this out if they're interested other than the really oddly shaped 510 I actually really enjoy the fit and finish of this mod I like the power that it provides and I like the clicky button the button itself is even like concave on there so it just fits your thumb so well nice super nice hot vape so Moving on from that, let's get to one of these first impressions that I have not even ever tried yet that I'm really excited about. So this came in the mail. This came in the mail from a company called Full Tank Vape. Full Tank Vape, this is the Nugget version two. Does anybody remember the Nugget from Artery? Artery, look at that. All I've done is take the plastic off of this box. I haven't opened it until just now. You get instruction booklets, you get a purchase, Purchase information? Sure. I don't care. I throw all that stuff away. Keep the user manual. We'll do that. Certificate, artery, technology, um, quality control. There's nothing on there and there's no date on there. So cool. The nugget is, yep, this is really freaking tiny. Just like I expected it to be. Look how tiny this is. Look at this tiny little nugget guy. I'm assuming one, two, three, four, five. What? One, two, three, four, five. We'll turn it on. Yeah, there you go. Artery nugget. It looks like it's about half charged. It's set to 39 watts. I think this what? This goes past? Okay, so it goes to 50 watts. The Nug nugget, nugget 2 does 50 watts instead of 40 watts. Comes with the spare coil head for the tank. It comes with the tank. And this is what this is what I'm really excited about because the tank in the Nugget version 1 was okay it was decent mine leaked on me a bunch towards the end i mean just a bunch my original nugget video i wish i could go back in time and re-upload that and talk about the super leaky tank it was super leaky towards the end but this one there you go looks like a tank looks like a little two mil capacity tank top fill right there so i'm going to unscrew this let's get a look at that coil head yeah looks like a nice little coil head looks like it's uh, stainless steel 0. 0.8 ohms which at 50 watts is going to be rocking and rolling there's two o-rings on the bottom so i'm gonna plug this into the base i'm gonna grab some juice that i had set aside i got some of that v god cocoa nut just because I'm feeling like I'm in a summery mood. Everybody's talking about fall and hoodie weather and this, that, and the other. And then meanwhile, down here in San Diego, it's 80 freaking degrees. And I'm thinking about going to the beach tomorrow. And uh, yeah, I'm not ready for fall. As much as I love hoodies, I love the summer. We're going to put a couple drops of juice in there. Let's screw this back together. Let's hope you don't leak on me. Adjustable airflow on the bottom. That's interesting. Oh, and it opens and closes... Okay, so that could be an issue. (laughs) As you're opening and closing the airflow, it's also opening and closing the juice flow, except they're reversed. If you close the airflow down completely, it opens up the juice flow. And when you open up the airflow completely, it closes off the juice flow. So that's a a really weird thing. That's a really weird thing, and I hope that I can get this to vape. So I'm just going to fill up this tank. Can't be more than two mils. I mean, this looks... This looks like it could be maybe a two and a half mil tank. I'm gonna screw this down on top. Maybe that changes how the airflow and juice flow work. We're gonna, yep, let's open up the juice flow. Okay, juice flow is open. Nope. Holy shit. You're I'm not gonna be able to vape this. So the juice flow is open, but the airflow is closed. So I get nothing. And if I open up the airflow it closes off the juice flow so my coils are going to dry out. Uh okay, let's science this. Um I'm going to take a screwdriver and I'm going to leave the airflow open and I'm just going to twist the base scienced. Now both are open. That was interesting. That seems like an odd way to do it, but whatever. <laughs> Now I got mountains of airflow. That coconut juice smells delicious. I'm going to plug it on this little artery while that absorbs juice. Let's read the specs from the inside here. Uh, Drip tip, glass tank, airflow control ring, power button, up down button, uh, indicator light, contents. No, I want to read the specs of this. What are the specs of it? TCR support. Let's just read it off the website quick charge full range temperature control 0.5 canthol coil head uh, maximum wattage is 50 watts it comes with a 0.2 ohm nickel coil head maximum wattage 50 watts oled display with four power modes uh, trace tank two mil capacity juice flow control 49.95 look at this little guy look at this little nugget guy okay so this is a new coil sure it's in power mode so what I'm gonna do is it's reading 0.9 so I'm gonna turn this down to like 9 watts just to kinda get some juice flowing in there before I actually hit it hard like I'm gonna vap it alright so it's reading 1 ohm right now so I'm gonna turn this to 25 watts not bad not bad right there at 25 watts this juice is good see that's all it takes it takes one toot before I go yep I like it. I like the V-God Cocoa nut. It's like a chocolate coconut. It's like a freaking mountains bar in my mouth. 25 watts. So now it's reading 0.92 ohms. So let's turn this up to 30 watts. Just because I think that's going to be a good resting place for this coil. Okay. Let's go up to 40 watts. 7 8 through 9. 40. 40 watts. See now it's reading 0.12. So resistance jumping around a little bit maybe just a little bit that's the ticket that is the freaking ticket right there 40 watts it's finally reading 0.15 1.15 ohms and uh yeah first thing i notice airflow really kind of very turbulent on this tank you can hear it and i can actually hear it flooding now you hear that little gurgle? Yep, I got juice in my mouth. This thing is about to become a leaky catastrophe. So let's, uh, okay, can I close off the juice flow again? We're using the screwdriver. Nope, it has to be off the device, okay. Let's close off that juice flow because this tank is slowly, slowly emptying out on me. I have a feeling it's going into the coil head, but God damn it, God damn it anyway. Okay, juice flow is closed. Nope, Juice in my mouth. God, damn it, Nugget version two. Same thing happened with the nugget version one. The mod itself is this cool ass little fucking thing. Sorry about the language. And then the tank just turns into a leaky nightmare mess on you yes new coil point 9 40 watts I don't want this to be one of those tanks why does that even exist why is that a thing where they're like close it when you're not using it and then open it when you want to use it I have to turn my mod on and off already I don't want to turn my mod on then turn my tank on just to vape I wanna pick up a thing and I wanna vape it that's why I like dripping because I can just pick it up and I can go That looks wet to me, and then I can just vape it. And if it's dry, then I drip some juice in there. God, it's so simple. Having to turn on and off your tank, not worth it at all, in my opinion. Sorry, I know a lot of people, I know comments of the week last week were like, geez, Nick, all you do is bitch and moan, blah, blah, blah about everything. So, fine. Let's try to be more optimistic. Maybe it's just in the way that I say it. The tank super floody right now super floody leakily, leaky and gurgly i do really like this device i really like the size of it i like that it does fifty watts it's a neat little thing the tank looks really nice on there but it's leaking like crazy and i'm getting nothing but juice in my mouth lots and lots of juice in my mouth all right so Let's spend some more time with this Nugget version 2 kit, maybe just this tank. is just a junky tank and it's not a good fit for this device. What I want to do, what I may do, is just put that Nautilus Mini on here because I know that it's a 2 ohm coil and I know I can put it at like 10.5 watts and I know it's just going to be a really great vape. This tank so far sucks the big one really bad. so gurgly i even have the juice flow turned completely off and it is still gurgly and leaky like you can't imagine in fact i'm going to take this off right now i'm going to go put it in the bathroom so that it can leak all over the sink instead all right well that was fun uh, and i think that's going to conclude my first impression segment of this week so what we're going to get to right now i don't have any retro vaping but we are quickly going to do a review for a thing that never got a review reviews for things that never got reviews so yeah alright let's get into this review for a thing that never got review in fact we're gonna keep using the nugget version 2 because this vein tank just looks super cool on here so this thing never got a review I had a really bad time with this tank. And this is again, people are gonna be like, oh, Groom Green, so bitching and moaning and pissing and moaning all the time, and blah, everything sucks. So, yeah, everything doesn't suck, but some things do just suck. That's just the way they are. I know that Matt from Suck My Mod liked this tank. I know that Mike Vapes liked this tank. I know that Bogan, my BFF that I've never met or talked to, Bogan, I know that he liked this tank. I personally, do not like this tank even a little bit so this comes from a company called case k a e s or maybe it's kays or maybe it's keys I don't know. I'll post a link down in the description, but it's the top airflow, two mil capacity, little sub ohm tank. It's got these short, fat, little coil heads in there, and the airflow comes in from the top. It has adjustable airflow on the top, and it goes down a little tube, and then it goes whoop right up back to your mouth. And they say that this is for like oh, maximum flavor, maximum vapor. It's like, well, no, that's not how these things work. The flavor is actually really bad on this tank. Really very bad. This is a pink lemonade juice that I picked up at UK Vape Jam that I love. I love this pink lemonade juice. It came from Mona's Pantry. I believe I've linked to it before. If not, I'll definitely have a link down in the description. Let me just have a vape. This is the 0.5 ohm coil head right at 50 watts. Just the sweet spot for 0.5 is 50 watts IMO. Nice little performer right there, nice little performer. Flavor, bleh, it's nothing to write home about. It is, so this is this is where I'm comparing the flavor from. I originally started vaping this juice on that V-God Trick Tank Subom Tank. Great, great, dense, like crispy flavor that I was getting from this tank. So every time I vape this juice in anything else, I compare it to that first V God sub-ohm. I don't know why I just burped right there. No idea why that happened. Sorry. Every time I vape this juice, I compare it to that first V God sub-ohm trick tank. This is, if the trick tank is here, just an arbitrary place in space, this tank is like, eh, it's not awful. It's not Unvapable. You will taste your juice, but the but the pungentness of the juice is really really lost. It gets very very muted. It's been very very dumbed down. Additionally, my biggest gripe with this vape vein tank is the longevity of the coil heads. I have only vaped this Mona's Pantry Pink Lemonade in this tank, and I went through the first coil head after about mm, fifteen mils of juice. Done. It was already done. The flavor had dropped off so dramatically and I kept getting like little slight burnt hits that I went, nope, you're done. This coil head is done after 15 mils of juice. This I've probably put, let's see, if this is a two mil tank, I've probably filled this up five times. That's about another 10 mils of juice. This coil head's ready to go too. These coil heads are not long lasting coil heads. When you get a sub-ohm tank, one of the things I want in a sub-ohm tank is a nice long lasting coil head. I want it to last more than 10 mils. I want it to last more than 15 mils. I want it to last like 60 mils of juice. If I can get 60 mils through one coil head, to me, IMO, that is a good coil head. This particular sub-ohm tank the coil heads just do not last. They do not last a long time. There's no way around it. I have one sample to go on and I've had two coil heads now. The first one got about 15 mils before I threw it away. This one's going on about 10 mils and it's, it's almost ready to be done. The flavor has dropped off even more dramatically. I'm getting lots of gurgling, lots of spit back. It doesn't leak because of the top airflow, but I do get lots of gurgling and lots, lots of spit back. And this is one of those things, it's got one of those dumb designed top caps where it's like the air goes up and then hits a plate and then goes up and around and all your juice condensation just sits there on top of the plate. And so every time you take a serious kind of toot in there just spits all that juice right into your mouth lots of juice in my mouth not really good flavor from the vapor and i mean you saw fine performance but i had to take a bit of a longer draw and this maxes out at 50 watts, so I can't really take it any higher. I feel like any higher on this, um, I, I would just get burnt. I would just get straight up burnt. I can't really recommend the vein tank. I apologize, I'm just not a fan of this vein tank. If you have it and you like it and you use it, then like it and use it and more for you. For me, for the way that I vape, this is not not the ideal tank for me. Things I do really like, top filling, super easy. Just unscrew the top, blah, fill it up, you're good. I like the top airflow, it's actually nice and smooth and swooshy, it's not turbulent in any way, but again, the performance is fine, the flavor is I do really like the low profile of it, nice little low profile, it even looks better on this Nugget version too than that other tank did that was like twice the size, it's a nice little low profile tank. The longevity of the coil heads are complete garbage though, I can't in good conscience, even conscience, conscience? Conscience. I cannot in good conscience recommend this tank. There are so many, so many better sub-ohm tanks out there. So many, so many better sub-ohm tanks out there than this little uh, vein tank. It's two mils, which fine. Two mil tank is whatever. You're going to plow through it like crazy. If I have a two mil tank, I'm kind of like... Well, why don't I just have a dripper then? Like, it's so pointless. I fill this up so often that I might as well just be dripping. Like, it's not worth it to me to have a little two mil tank. They're like, oh, TPD compliant two mil tank. And I'm like, well, no, because it's not childproof at all. And that's part of the TPD for a tank. But whatever. However you justify the two mil tank in your head, then that's fine. I'll post a link down in the description. If this appeals to you, if the low profile appeals to you, if the lack of flavor appeals to you, if the non longevity of the coil heads appeal to you absolutely feel free to check it out but let me tell you in the two months that I've spent with this tank it has uh underwhelmed me on literally every front except for the performance performance is nice I just have to take along to point five at fifty watts. So, yeah, that's the Vein Tank. Review for things that never got reviewed. This coil head is done. This tank is done. I'm going to pop it off of this device, and it's going to get uh, cataloged accordingly. So, yeah, let's wrap up this vlog. Let's get to my and your favorite part of the vlog, the favorite comments of the week. All right, so I actually have uh, three favorite comments of the week, surprisingly, considering how little time I had to prepare for this uh, vlog. (laughs) Jeremy. Jeremy left a comment. I don't remember what video it was. Um, He didn't get his name blacked out, so he didn't say something dickish or mean. He just said, I wish I could download a taco. (laughs) Jeremy. (laughs) That's amazing. I think we all wish that we could download tacos. I would download a taco right freaking now if I could. Um, uh, This guy has his avatar and his name blocked out. Uh, I found this one today, actually, and he said, Sorry, but your tattoo looks ugly AF, like an ugly, slim scarf. I don't even know what that means. I I really don't even know what that means, like an ugly slim scarf sorry but your tattoo looks ugly as fuck see that's that's the age we live in where people like this actually care what other people think about his opinions when in reality nobody cares what you think about my tattoo and we live in an age where you can just go online and you see someone's picture and you see them and you go you're ugly you're fat You can just do that. If this guy saw me in real life, like walking down the street, what do you think the odds are that he would stop me and say, hey, bro, sorry, I just wanted to tell you that your tattoo looks ugly as fuck, and it looks like a thin, ugly, slim scarf. None. There would be 0% of of that happening, but because you're a keyboard commando and you get behind your keyboard and you think that anyone cares what you think, you can just get on YouTube and say whatever you want. Comment of the week number three. Oh, good. This guy doesn't have his name blocked out, so that means it's a good comment. Um, I don't remember what video this was on, but he said, yeah. Oh, no. He said, okay. Sorry. He said, okay. Yeah. I don't know. It is what it is. I was going to type something, but I forgot what it was now. My apologies. (laughs) I don't know why I found that so funny. I don't know why I found that so funny because ultimately he could have just not typed anything and not left a comment, but he decided to leave a comment saying that he forgot what his comment was going to be. That's hilarious, man. My, my subscribers, I tell you, are some of the funniest people on earth. Um, and then you have, uh, you know, uh, Penis Breath over here. He's telling me that my tattoo looks like an ugly slim scarf. Hmm. I don't even know what that means. But, yeah, comments of the week. Good stuff. Again, if you are perusing my videos at any point in time and you see something that is comment of the week worthy, just screen capture it. Send it over to me. I would love to see it. I uh, try to get into those comments daily for hours and hours just to reply to people and try and look for comments of the week and this that and the other but uh yeah i think we're gonna wrap this vlog up let me take a quick look around and see if i have forgotten anything no no Nah, I think we're all good. Um, So that's what I got this week, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me again here on the vlog. Don't forget every Tuesday you can catch me right here on YouTube again for the Tuesday, bro. Tuesday videos where we talk way more about vapey stuff. We also do Getting to Know Grim Green and some viewer mail thrown there as well. It's really good, just a really good fun show. I'm going to take this weird military mod with the recoil that overhangs like you can't imagine. And I'm just going to sit here and vape my face off and edit the hell out of this vlog. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for watching. And as always, right there, let's keep on vaping.